you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? What's up, everybody? We are back with Confidently Flawed. As promised, our part two, our hormone conversation. It's your hosts, Brooke and Danny. And we are back to just continue our conversation on hormones and specifically dive into supporting certain types of hormones, like our stress hormones, our sex hormones, our hunger hormones, and how we can utilize those and how we can utilize our lifestyle to support our body. So, hope you guys enjoyed our last week's episode on our facts that we were sharing of hormones. And we hope that you are considering implementing those in your life because that's, these are all things that we know we share on this podcast is to help support you. So Danny, what's your thoughts on some of these hormone conversations? Yeah, I, I mentioned it in last week's episode, how, how much the different hormones are correlated with each other. And it, it's, it's really true. And I gave the example of like the DHEA. So when when I'm struggling with sex hormones or my estrogen levels are off or my testosterone levels are off and I'm, I'm one to live a high stress lifestyle, right? I'm, I'm under a lot of stress or, um, or if you watch two episodes ago, I talked about your identity, your identity is just somebody that's just like a nervous warrior. You're, you're stressed all the time, right? If I'm in that stressful state all the time, well, my body's going to use up because stress is more important than sex hormones, right? In, in terms of hormone profile of importance, like your body cares more about like, we create stress hormones like cortisol to get out of dodge, right? Get out of danger or fight if I'm in danger, fight or flight. So my body's going to care more about getting out of danger than it is about creating a baby, right? So, because you, you can't create a baby if you're not alive. So it's, it's going to, it's going to prioritize creating uh, stress hormones more so than it will sex hormones. So your body will naturally, and it'll actually get in the habit of doing this, take all your DHEA, for example, and use it to create the stress hormones like cortisol. And you will no longer have any stores to create the level of estrogen or testosterone or what have you. So um, it's, 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 it's a whole cycle. It's a whole focus to, to look at all these different things and how much they correlate with each other. So we talked a lot about sex hormones last, last episode today. I kind of want to dive a little bit into stress hormones, hunger hormones, and, and like blood sugar hormones and, um, you know, sleep hormones. So really what, when it comes down to it is if we can find better balance and, and what I want to do today is just kind of give you some little tips that you can kind of use in, in all of those to, to kind of help that. So stress hormones I've, I've mentioned already is cortisol. So cortisol is essentially what is produced when you're in a stressful situation. Now, stress could be a bunch of different things. Stress could be uh, emotional stress. Stress could be um, like psychological stress, like just stress of like worrying about something. Stress could be sunlight, right? Sunlight is good, but it also can be a form of stress or workouts can be a good form of stress, but it's still a form of stress, right? Stress can come in a lot of different avenues and your body doesn't segment it out of like, this is good stress. This is this kind of stress. It takes it all in under one kind of umbrella, if you will. So if if I'm if I'm dealing with stress, I'm creating cortisol levels all the time. And when cortisol levels are, are there. Cortisol is, is created for short, quick burst of 
either fighting or flighting out of danger. So you see a zebra that is just sitting there in, you know, Africa and drinking water, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden it sees a lion. Well, it's going to create a bunch of cortisol so it can get all the adrenaline and all the blood pumping to its limbs. So it can either fight or flight out of there to survive. Right. And that's what happens for us on it. When we get into a stressful state. Now, the problem with human beings is we stay in that state for so long and we never come out of it. You know, many of us, right. So we, we run into those issues of always producing these cortisol levels and stress levels. And, and there's actually a really good book It's very lengthy. Uh, but if you're a geek, like I am with stuff like that is it's called why zebras don't get ulcers. And the, it, it talks about stress hormones and, you know, once that zebra got out of Dodge and, and, and it, it got away from the line and the lines, like, ah, screw this. I give up. Right. A minute later, the zebra's in Zen land again. Right. It, it's not, it doesn't have stress anymore. It's, it's gone. It, it doesn't like, oh my gosh, did you see that lion that chased me? And it's going telling all its friends, you know, it's, it, it's literally, it's, it's no longer in that stressful situation. So it's, it's, it doesn't have to stress about it anymore and worry about it. So now the cortisol levels decrease the blood flow starts to go back to its organs, to creating other hormones, to digesting food, right? Because if I'm in a stressful state, again, my body's not going to worry about digesting food. It doesn't care if I, you know, digest that cheeseburger I just ate. It, it wants to get out of Dodge, right? So that's why all of these are so much correlated. When stress levels are high, it's essentially going to zap the nutrients from the body to be able to do anything else, right? And I, I've kind of been mentioning that. It's not going to create sex hormones. It's not going to digest your food. It's not going to, uh, in, in think of stress hormones, cortisol is on the opposite. What are those things called? A teeter totter as melatonin or sleep hormones. They're, they're the opposite ends of the spectrum. You can't have both levels high. So when stress levels are high, melatonin or sleep hormones are low. And there's a thing called your circadian rhythm that balances those out. So after about 6 PM, generally your stress hormones should start to diminish severely and your, your melatonin levels should start to increase and naturally increases throughout the night. And then it, it kind of starts to flip around 6am till 9am. That's when you're alert. That's when your stress hormones kick back on and your melatonin levels start to dip. That's what should happen. That's not generally what happens for most of us, but uh, because we're out of sorts for one way or another, but cortisol is the opposite of melatonin because it's an alerting hormone. It's a, it's a, you know, not only to get out of danger, but to like, wake up your, the sun is arising. Like you can't stay asleep because you, you're not going to be able to see danger from when animals are, you know, now on the prowl because they're awake or whatever it is. Right. So we, we create these, these hormones to, for survival more so than anything else. And that's the first and foremost. So if we can get our stress hormones under control, that's going to help balance out the rest of these hormones because I already mentioned it. It's not going to create sex hormones. It's not going to digest your food. You're not going to be able to be in a good sleep, restful state because you're producing cortisol throughout the night because of X, Y, or Z, right? So the more we can do that, with that said, light, uh, whether artificial or sunlight, is actually that we have receptors not only in our eyes, but also on our skin that takes in light and thinks that it's sunlight. So it says, Hey, produce cortisol because it's time to wake up. So if you're trying to sleep and you're, you know, and you have the TV on, or you have a bunch of lights in your room on your body could be producing cortisol all throughout the night because it thinks that it's, it's your body, the sunlight coming in saying, Hey, it's time to wake up. Right. So your body could just be like all over the place with stuff because of that. 
So that's the first thing is, is getting your stress levels under control. So if you go back two episodes ago, we talked about creating your identity, create an identity of somebody that is not in a stressful state, right? Create somebody that knows that is, is confident, can handle stress, is, is free flowing with, with life and everything there. Like if you can start to create that identity and start to live as if, uh, but a couple other things you can do is I, I get this all the time is for all my caffeine lovers. And I'm one of them, you know, Oh, caffeine doesn't affect me. I don't, I don't get this. Well, I assure you it does. Even if you don't feel it, you just have a high ca- caffeine tolerance probably from drinking it all the time. But regardless of your situation, if you drink caffeine, you're going to produce cortisol levels. It doesn't matter how well you can handle caffeine or not. And that has a shelf life of six to eight hours. So for one, you can either decrease the level of your caffeine intake or just try to limit it after 2 p.m. Try not to have it after 2 p.m. because then you're interrupting your body's ability to create the opposing hormone of melatonin. So that's my first thing is is try not to have uh, coffee too late. Um, The other one is obviously to... um, do more things that are in line with, with good stress, like exercise, getting out in sunlight, breathing fresh air, different things there, and just doing something every week that's going to de-stress or take you away from your, your normal stressful state, uh, just to, to get out of that normal mental, you know, situation that you're always stuck in. And if you can do that and, and start to focus on, um, keeping your stress levels a little bit more stable, um, another one that, that helps with stress, but also will help with the next one that I'm going to dive into is, blood sugar stabilization. So if you can consistently eat every three to four hours, once you've had your first meal, that w- that is one of the most stressful things on the internal body is high and low blood sugar levels. Uh, it takes a lot on the body to handle that or manage that or uh, deal with the glucose in the blood and, and pump in the heart and different things there. So if you can just have more stable blood sugar levels, you're going to decrease your amount of internal stress in your body which again, just adds to the, to the pie of stress overall. And a couple of ways to do that, that are my favorite is eat protein and fiber at each, each, each meal and try to eat every three to four hours. Once you start your meal, yes, there's intermittent fasting. We did an episode on that a couple of weeks ago, and there's a lot of benefits to that. But once you break your fast, then you want to eat relatively regularly. It doesn't have to be an more frequent than three hours, but I would not try to go more than four hours. So that three to four hour window is, is kind of the sweet spot. So if you can do those, that can help your blood sugar stabilization, which is one of the most internally stressful things. Now, stress and blood sugar dysregulation. So insulin, both of those are going to cause weight gain, right? Because again, think about this. If I'm running from a lion, is my body going to care about burning body fat? Is is it going to care about getting lean and shredded and all that? No, it's, it's, it's going to create as much stores in my fat cells as possible, because I don't know if I'm going to run for this line for 38 days straight that I'm not going to be able to stop and get a meal. Right. So your body again is going to shift towards survival before anything else. So if your blood sugar is all over the place, if your stress is all over the place, well, then your body thinks you're in a stressful situation that you need to store body fat levels particularly in the midsection, because you're in a dangerous situation. It doesn't realize that you just have a deadline at work. Our bodies aren't that smart. You know, I kind of gave you a couple of tips when it comes to that. But if you're struggling with somebody that just struggles with weight, just struggles with body fat, especially on the midsection, it's very, very possible that you're struggling with a hormone issue with cortisol and insulin, 
we talked about sex hormones last week. If you're struggling with weight on like your chest or your pec, male and female and behind your arms, that could be a sex hormone issue or imbalance. Uh, this isn't like an exact science, but there, there's a lot of studies that show there, there could be some correlation. And so it do some of the stuff that we talked about in last episode to maybe help with that. Cause that can be really, you know, kind of impactful. Um, the hunger hormone I, I kind of already talked about, uh, in terms of with blood sugar as well. So like ghrelin and leptin, um, those are the ones that like say, okay, I'm satiated, I'm full. And the ones that say I'm hungry, right. Um, those are very important to manipulate if you're trying for like weight loss, for instance, um, one is going to increase when you have a, a heavy meal, especially with carbohydrates and the other one's going to decrease. Um, so one thing that, that we always do is, is we'll, we'll have like a, a big carbohydrate heavy meal with protein. You don't want to have carbohydrates by yourself. Then we'll kind of do a fast later to decrease the opposing hormone and then do a little bit more of a lower carb for a little while and then do intermittent spikes of carbohydrate meal, higher carbohydrate meals to increase the one hormone and then let it decrease. Leptin starts to decrease over about seven days. And then you need to kind of refuel it a little bit to kind of help the process going. And when you're, when you're doing that, you never want to have carbohydrates by themselves. So another tip is never have carbohydrates by themselves. Cause that's going to affect both of those. It's not really going to, it's, it's going to negatively affect like ghrelin and leptin and things like that. But then it's also going to skyrocket your blood sugar levels again. And then you're going to have that huge crash. So you're already going back to steps, you know, two and three. And kind of the last one that I have is, is the sleep hormone, which I, I pretty much already touched on with that. It's, is, is just figuring out a way to decrease your stress. And, and I gave you a couple examples of those so that you can have an improved melatonin and sleep hormone profile and a better circadian rhythm. But a couple other tips that you can do is go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Ideally, and I, I'm going to, I'm, we're going to get fans that are, Oh, I'm a, I'm a night owl. Like I, I've just always been that way. I guarantee you that's not accurate. That's that's you, you probably did something when you're younger or you got in the habit of, of doing something, staying up late, studying or watching TV or whatever, that your hormone profile is probably not hundred percent in balance that something's going on with that. Cause by nature for survival, we kind of go to bed with the sun and rise with the sun. So uh, again, for survival, which is the most important thing to our body. So for most of the time it, from like that 10 PM window till about 6 AM window, that's probably our prime time for sleep for most of us. Now that's not always applicable, right? Cause we live in a nature that we might work midnight shifts or we might have to go in early or whatever it is. Uh, but if you can get as close to that as possible, cause that's also when your body goes through its recovery phase. Um, your body actually really dives into like each individual or, uh, organ at different times throughout the, the night. Um, so if you're missing that, you could be missing some replenishing, rebuilding process with, with a lot of your organs and hormones during those times, but try to mimic that time as best you can, but at the very least have a consistent routine. So I know for me, like, I don't, I don't go out a lot, different things there. And most of the time people know, like, if you, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it probably a little bit earlier, right? I'm, I'm probably going to go out to eat at four or five because to me, I'm all about performance. Like I, I live a very like performance-based lifestyle that I need to perform at a very high level in order to do everything that I want to do with my aspirations. So for me, it's more important to make sure I'm in bed by nine o'clock or what have you. And I always, no matter what, now I have three little kids that obviously affects that to some capacity, but 
I do, I do everything I can to go to bed and sleep at the same time to regulate my circadian rhythm and my hormones. So again, if I can do that, and then some of those other things I mentioned, like not having too much light in your room, keeping it darker, um, keeping it a little bit cooler will also help with your circadian rhythm. And then some of those other things like have protein and fiber at every meal, uh, eat every three to four hours, uh, try to have coffee before 2 PM. Last week, I mentioned like getting in strength training, different things there, um, supplementing to help with your, your hormones. And I mentioned some of those there, um, getting in high quality fats helps with your sex hormones in particular. And if you're dealing with thyroid, um, and, and just getting a high phytonutrient rich diets from like veggies and fruits and things like that and, and high fiber. So that's a, a lot that I threw at you guys, but like, if you can take away those last couple of things and start to implement at least one or two of those, or maybe some of the stuff that I talked about, if you're like, yep, that's me, like maybe start to work on that first and then kind of work backwards from there. That was so educational. I just learned a bunch on that. And I, I think I know for me, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, my one thing, like, what is my takeaway from all that you shared? And I think for me, it, it was the self-care aspect of it. And, and, and I know you never actually brought up self-care, Danny, but it was more of the fact of everything seemed to lead back to stress. Every time that we were, um, when you were talking about hormones and stress, it brought us back to stress. It brought us back to stress hormones are, are the most important. And so my mind just goes, we need to put more time to reduce those stress hormones. I had a conversation with someone the other day of how you need to have self-care scheduled into your day. And so that I, that person said, Hi, there's no way I just don't have time. I just don't have time. While meanwhile, this person's always sick. This person doesn't sleep good. This person is nonstop. And a part of taking care of yourself and your hormones is allowing yourself to do the self-care, whatever that may be to lower your stress. If that means to go for a walk and just, you know, not listen to any of the news or to not be on your phone, you know, all these extra things to limit that stress, I think makes a huge difference. I know um, my fiance and I, we don't have a TV in our bedroom. Um, I, we always used to at our other houses and we don't have a TV and I have slept so much better not having a TV in our room. And I, that probably has so much to do with that stress hormone. So I know for me, my one takeaway from all that you shared, Danny is to not forget about self-care because that will help with that stress hormone, which as you shared is tied into everything. So what would you say is your one thing of all the things that you shared kind of wrapping a bow on our conversation with hormones? The one thing for me is to live a boring life. And let me explain on that real quick. So we, we, as human beings, we thrive on more than just these two, but I'm going to explain two here. We thrive on variety, right? We need like spontaneity, if you will. Like we need to have things like ever changing, but we also thrive on like a consistent routine, if you will. So what I'm going to touch on is a lot of these kind of come back to just having a um, having a consistent routine, right? And yes, that sounds boring. Yes, that sounds like, oh, that's not very fun. That's not the sexy answer. But like, really, it comes down to like, if you can be consistent with your day, more times than not, that's going to plan it or pan itself out here, right? So wake up and go to bed at the same time, 
eat every three to four hours, right? Like those are just about consistent habits um, of like that, that consistent pattern to help regulate the hormones. If you can do those couple things, that's, that's going to solve a lot of your problems and just be boring. Be boring. That's, that's a very interesting way to look at it, but it totally makes sense. So Well, I'm excited to implement some of these into my life to support my hormones even more. And I hope you guys are too. And I hope you guys had a lot to take away from this. We thank you guys for tuning in week after week as we just share all sorts of things. And we encourage you, if if you're a listener, if you're a member or anyone, and you have something specific that you want us to cover, don't hesitate to reach out and ask. Um, Members, come talk to us at the gym, share us in the Facebook page, our little community group. And if you aren't a member, throw us a little message on Instagram or Facebook and let us know what you want us to hear. This is what we do on this podcast is we just want to give you guys tools and tricks and education and different advice and all the things to help you live a better overall life with your energy and your health and your fitness and your wellness. So thanks again for tuning in guys, and we will see you next week.